Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hey, I'm not leaving this room today. Yeah. Bet. I feel safer inside. Never change. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Believe in Sparks. I'm Stacey Pates alongside Sydney Weiss, and this is Los Angeles's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Happy to have you on this episode of Believe in Sparks, and it's certainly an uncertain time in our world right now. And as we look around and take inventory of what's going on, it's stressful. It's uh, anxiety ridden. It's no end in sight. Seemingly people are without work. People are away from their families. It's a tough time. And that is something not to be overlooked. Sydney Weiss, when you think about the things that have gone on, especially in the landscape of sports, I know a lot of people don't even know how to function with no sports on television. In what ways have you been um, seeing a difference in terms of those that may have put a lot of time into sports now kind of shifting gears and putting time into other things, other likes and loves. Yes. Well, Stacy, hello. Hi. So great to be back with you, yes. first of all. Yes. Um, yeah, it has been, um, like you said, unprecedented times that we are in right now. And um, the routine of our country is um, directly linked and inter- intertwined with sports and the rhythm of a sports season um, not only our country, but the world, I think sports carries a lot of power anywhere that you go. Um, and so with seasons placed on hold, uh, seasons being suspended, March Madness being canceled, um, not being able to travel, uh, you know, all these precautions that are taking place in order to make sure that our country gets back to um, good health um, and then just eliminating the spread of this virus right now, that's the priority. And so I think it's, um, there are a lot of, um, tough things that come with this, with um, people, unfortunately, losing jobs, uh, the financial struggles that come with that, um, the health uncertainties in themselves. I mean, there, there are so many things that we can be panicking about and struggling with, and that is all natural and not, it, it shouldn't be judged in any way. Uh, but there are also really good things that have been taking place. And I've noticed that within my own rhythm of life, just being at home. Um, my, my dad's a teacher and he's on an extended spring break right now. Uh, he has back to school working from home. My mom also works at our church. Work, she's working from home. Um, and we just have been uh, quarantining um, in our house. Um, no obligations, no no time frame, just you, you guys want to watch a movie tonight? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Um, and so there's, there's a different connection that we are able to make because there's no distractions that are in place. There's no, um, there's no rush right now. Mm. And, um, you know, it's going to be, of course, it's going to be great to get back to um, the pace of life that we lead in this country and sports and everyone getting back onto the, um, to their paths, their respective paths. But I think right now for what I believe, um, this is our Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that our, the pace that we run is so rampant and, um, we got to go, go, go. And we just have not respected the Sabbath and that's a commandment. And I think, um, the way that I'm choosing to view it is through a lens of rest and, 
um, embracing that rest, embracing the time that I have to be with my parents and to connect and call a lot of friends, a lot of family, because I know they're not doing anything either. <laughs> and so, um, you know, as I'm sure one day, I mean, this is temporary. So one day the, the pace is going to go back to normal. We're going to get back to um, our lives. And I, I hope not how they were before. I hope even better than that. Uh, but there is a lot of good that is coming through this chaos and uncertainty right now. I agree. And, and let us hold on to the good because I read, mm -hmm. I read something beautiful by Dave Hollis. In the rush to return to normal, use this time to consider which parts of normal are worth rushing back to. And Snap. Right? That's poetry. It is. It absolutely is. And um, it's something that we, I hope that it allows most of us, all of us to reset to reset what's truly important. Um, never in the history of most families have they had this much time with their children, have they had this much time with mm -hmm. um, the parents. Um, and it's, it's an interesting time and a challenging time for many, but it, it can also be a very precious time that I hope people are really taking, um, taking seriously. Um, it's also a mm -hmm. challenging time in a lot of ways. You know, I, people are walking around with fear um, and it's hard not to have some fear around this. Um, but at the same time, we can't, we can't operate in fear because that doesn't do us any good. And you recently, just today, tested positive for the coronavirus after returning uh, from playing overseas in Spain. And you have been in isolation, self-isolation at home in Phoenix. How did you, what was it that led to you getting tested and what symptoms were you having prior to? Yeah, so um, obviously right now Spain has become um, one of the top countries in Europe uh, with their cases, and um, that's where I was playing. And uh, this last month, I so it was before everything escalated a couple weeks ago. Uh, but in February, I was I had made two round trips um, from Spain back to the states. Um, and then back, obviously. And so I came uh, to the States in early February, went back to Spain, played for like 10 days. And then I came back in at, towards the end of February for my brother's wedding, went back to Spain with plans to, you know, finish out the season. Um, and so everything was fine during those travels, but I was also aware that the virus was a, a reality. It might not have hit in the States yet, but I knew that it was it was a real thing. Um, and so I was very mindful of that when I was in airports, when I was in the airplane, um, you just don't know when you're going to be exposed to it. Um, and so the week before the weekend before leaving Spain, we had a, uh, it was a, it's called the Queens cup tournament. And so it's the top eight teams in our league. It's like a conference tournament, if you will. And so, um, teams, uh, all staying in the same hotel, playing against each other. Fran fans were coming from everywhere. And um, so this is, you know, before there was an awareness, at least on my end, that things were not great in Spain. And so we brought a lot of people together. We were in the same area. You don't know. Um, you don't necessarily think about the precautionary measures yet. And so then after that weekend, um, there was an announcement that we were going to, we were not going to have our games public. They weren't going to be open to the public anymore uh, just for, precautionary measures. And then uh, Wednesday, so that Wednesday, um, our season got postponed. Um, that that evening, that night, uh, when I was asleep, I woke up early Thursday morning to a bunch of notifications 
saying that President Trump was going to initiate the travel ban uh, Friday night. And so then I was getting texts from my agent, from the Sparks, you know, recommending that if you are overseas, it's probably time to come back home just to be safe. Um, at this point, I, I felt fine. I had, a, I had a cold here and there throughout the month because my body was so confused of all the travel to begin with. Um, so I didn't think anything of it, but I was aware of the virus. Um, and then um, that, that week, so when all this was happening that week, I got night sweats. Um, sporadically it wasn't every night but I would wake up randomly and I'd be drenched in sweat um and then the Thursday night um on March 12th I lost my sense of smell and taste and it wasn't like when you get a stuffed nose lose your taste with that happened Thursday night I excuse me I traveled Friday um, got home to Phoenix on Saturday morning and um, continued. I had night sweats still, uh, not every night, but randomly. Still couldn't taste, still couldn't smell. Tried to go to the doctor that Monday to get a checkup. Didn't realize how difficult it was to get a test and that they, were, they didn't have enough to give to just anybody. And so I wasn't showing enough symptoms because the a loss of smell and taste didn't become a symptom until this past weekend. Um, so I didn't get a test last Monday. Saw that the symptoms that I had, the loss of taste and smell, are now symptoms this past weekend. I went and tried again on mo this Monday to get a test. Still couldn't get a test. And then we have a church friend who works at Mayo Clinic who um, my mom reached out to uh, shared the symptoms and she remembered those symptoms, set up a test, was able to get me in for a test uh, that afternoon and I got the results today. So it's been a journey. It has been a journey. So what's the test like? Oh gosh, it, it was like, it was seven seconds long, but it was horrible. Mm. <laughs> Literally, um, they, and it's not a joke, I hate to laugh at it, but like it, it was, I just remember the the nurse who was going to give it to me uh he warned me that it was going to be an uncomfortable feeling and i was like well it's inevitable we gotta we gotta do the test anyway so whatever you gotta do and um he had the you know the swab mm -hmm. and he, he might be too much information but this is it is. he put it um in my nose until it hit a certain spot in my throat um, oh. and so i mean he kept yeah, he kept putting it in, and I was like, "There had, I mean, you got to stop at some point." Um, but he fa finally found that spot. He count, he did a countdown from five, and then he pulled it out. So it was like a total. Thankfully, it went, it went through my nostril pretty easily. Um, so it was like a total of seven seconds. But it's like you know, whenever you get hit in the nose, your eyes automatically tear up. Yeah. And so I had tears in my eyes, and it was a, it was a very uncomfortable sensation that I felt. Mm. Mm. When you think about the symptoms of this uh, virus, so many people have the shortness of breath and, and the high, high fever. Thankfully, you didn't have those massive things. Um, do you think you would have overlooked those symptoms had you not just come back from Spain? I mean, even in the midst of coronavirus going on, do you think you would have let your current symptoms go had you not traveled from Spain? Um, it's tough to say for sure because... I think with the with the virus circulating, even if you're not 
traveling from Europe or traveling across the States, I think everybody's on high alert of like, how am I feeling? What's going on with my body? Am I, is it a cold or is it the the virus? And so mm-hmm. I think because of the mindset um, and the awareness that is taking place, um, obviously, let's say I, I have been isolating at home, there would have been no way for me to be exposed to it. I probably would have overlooked it and it probably would have been easier for me to overlook it not coming from Spain, um, just minding my business at home in Phoenix. Um, you know, you don't think that, and I still didn't think like, uh, you know, yeah, I might be at risk to of it, but I sh- I'll be okay. Um, and then when you get the test results, obviously it's like, oh, okay, you know, this, no one is safe from it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so um, this virus is difficult because you can be asymptomatic and have it. You can be carrying it and spreading it. And so that's why it's so important right now to be practicing and putting putting into your routine of life right now, the social distancing, the isolating, if you aren't feeling well, but you don't really know for sure if you have it, it's better to be safe. And then, um, you know, continuing to wash your hands and um, you know, protect the grandparents at all costs here. That is the aim. Yep. We got to just continue to um, stay indoors. Um, our routine might be thrown off for a little bit, but big picture, it's going to be worth it. And um, I think it's it's important if you do think that there's, um, if you are showing those symptoms, like the ones that they were just announced this last weekend, and there's, there's things that are being uncovered with this virus as we go. Um, and so don't be afraid to speak up on it. It's better to speak, speak about it and communicate it to your doctor um, than, you know, not do anything about it. Obviously you can stay at home, but I think it's, it's good to uh, call your doctor first, first and foremost and, and communicate that and then, you know, go from there. But um, you know, right now with the, with it spreading the reality of it, um, the best that we can do is um, the social distancing, um, washing our hands and just being super mindful of how important isolation is right now. I'm so excited to tell you about this sponsor for our show. It's True Classic Tees. They're my favorite. It's based in LA and it's a t-shirt company that's on the rise. These t-shirts are soft, they hold up in the wash, and they're incredibly versatile. You can wear them out, you can wear them to work out, or even around the house. And that's something we've all been doing a lot more lately, isn't it? Well, the best part is they're incredibly cheap, only $15, and now you can get them for even less. Go to trueclassictees.com and use this code at checkout, B-L-E-A-V, for 20% off. That's believe, B-L-E-A-V, at trueclassictees.com. We talked about sports at the top of the show. Certain steps have been taken to keep certain sports going. Um, with Major League Rugby on CBS, they've turned it into a virtual uh, opportunity and, and we've started a league virtually and we're raising money for Feeding America, which I think is amazing. That's so cool. Isn't that great? And, I, and, and we have, you know, lots of, all the teams are involved and certain players from every team is involved. So I, I love how certain sports have stepped up and, and taken on that. I love how the WNBA has shifted and pivoted um, into the NBA draft or the WNBA draft being, uh, virtually presented on April 17th as scheduled. In light of the uh, the pandemic, they'll conduct it virtually without the players, without the guests and media. Kathy Engelbert will announce the draft picks live on ESPN2, and they'll also be available on the ESPN app. And I love that they've pivoted to this. You know, it's it's a double-edged sword because obviously – 
to go through the draft is such a gift and an honor, but at the same time, I'm glad it's going forward. Even if it's virtual, even though people won't be able to physically be there, mm-hmm. you're, they're still going to be able to partake. What does that mean to you? Well, I, I mean, it breaks my heart for, I, I think of, you know, my alma mater, Oregon State, the seniors there that don't get to participate in their final March Madness and across yeah. the board. I mean, this is what athletes work for um, all season and all four years. I mean, you, you dream about your senior season, March Madness time, and it's a, it's a gift and to be taken away from kids that it hurts and it's going to, it's going to take a while to heal that wound. Um, and to know that, you know, these girls who have dreamt of this moment for their whole lives, uh, they don't get to experience the draft. Um, that's another unfortunate thing. And there's a lot of sacrifices and, um, unfair things that are taking place because of this virus. But ultimately, uh, the aim right now and the goal is health and safety and the well-being of individuals and human beings. And so um, I think the sacrifices that are the timing, I mean, it's never a perfect time, um, to say the least. But I think uh, right now, that's the mindset. um, And that's what the priority needs to be, unfortunately. But at the same time, um, this is what's taking priority. It has to. Um, and so yeah. it hurts my heart for these, these women um, and for these, these young men as well who uh, March Madness. I mean, so many people celebrate and revel in that. Uh, it unites mm-hmm. so many people um, as, uh, along with the NBA and so many other sports, rugby, like you mentioned. And I think there are leagues and there are teams who are making the most of um, this this new rhythm that we're facing. And so uh, right now that uh, the goal that we all have to sacrifice uh, what we had planned um, in order to take care of what has been presented to us. That's right. And this is a situation, this is a situation that's bigger than us mm-hmm. all around. And all of us are affected uh, in different ways. And, but we're all in the same battle. We're all in the same holding pattern, in the same yep. uh, pattern of questioning, when is this going to end? When can we get some semblance of normalcy back? And But we are all in this together. And, and like you said a little bit earlier, this, well, first of all, this is a virus that is completely unapologetic and it can get anybody at any mm-hmm. time. Kevin Durant uh, was one of the first that tested positive uh, from the NBA. Um, of course, the the Utah Jazz players as well. Um, who have recently been cleared along with the coaching staff, which is great to hear, Mm -hmm. and yourself recently. When you think about being diagnosed as as positive for this virus, I know just walking around the streets of LA as little as I do, but even when I have run into the pharmacy really quickly or to go grab milk really quickly, you get this feeling that people are kind of looking at you like you're the enemy or that you could get them sick or that you could maybe like – did. Did, did you wash your hands today? I don't know you. I don't know if you took care of yourself. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. comes with this, it comes with this attached, like, I don't know how to look at you right now. And mm-hmm. that's so unfair because it's, it's, it's an ugly disease. It's an ugly virus. Uh, I know that it will work itself out if we do exactly what we're supposed to do and follow the rules. Like you mentioned, being very mindful of washing our hands and uh, not being around our grandparents, if we feel a certain way, if we're not feeling well, to isolate, but to be really mindful of especially washing our hands, not touching our face, not touching our eyes, 
anything like that. That's how it's transmitted. And a lot of people had this preconceived notion that was it was all airborne. You could get it in the mm-hmm. air. It's mostly, it's from your hands. I spoke to, or rather heard from a, a New York doctor who was specifically talking about if you wash your hands, you are going to be more protected than if you don't. And it's, some people think that's such a task to wash your hands. It's crucial. With no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. But Bet Online still has hundreds of places to wager, including their online casino with poker and blackjack. And sports aren't totally done. You know, there's martial arts, American Idol, the elections, the spelling bee. Oh, yeah. And their $750,000 poker series. So there's still fun to be had at betonline.ag. Just use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and use promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline, the fun never ends. It's almost like each day we get a new puzzle piece and we're putting, we're trying to put all the pieces together to make this puzzle that, that we don't even have the picture for. And so uh, we're trying our best here to um, make sure that we're doing our part. Uh, but also um, there is a sense of like, you know, now with my parents, because since I'm at home with them, should my dad go to the grocery store, you know, and it doesn't, it's not like he has it for sure, but it's in the back of your mind because, okay, I'm in the same household, there might be a chance. And so um, even before this, like before finding out, since he's been going to the grocery store, it's, it's in the back of your mind. And so I think this virus, more than anything, it plays mind games with you. And um, it is important, of course, to take these safety measures and to be extra protective right now more than anything. Uh, but I think, <clears throat> excuse me, we also can't allow it to, to dictate um, the quality of the time that we are given right now. Um, and obviously we can't, our routines have been um, shaken up a little bit, uh, but that is not a bad thing. And, um, you know, there is, I know that there is a, a harsh reality that have, have come to many people with, um, you know, being, maybe being laid off, you still got bills to pay, and maybe you've been infected with the virus and you've got a really serious case of it. So there. I mean, everybody has their own experience with this virus. Um, and so I can't take away from um, other people's realities. Uh, but I think, you know, we do get to choose our perspective and how we go about um, handling uh, the card that we've been dealt. And um, one thing, and focus on what we can control. And that is, you know, washing our hands and um, right now being socially distant and just being aware and smart, uh, but, you know, focusing also on what we're paying attention to. Um, I know for me, I, the office has been my saving grace because it just gives me some laughs and, um, you know, I've been able to watch some stand up comedy with my mom and dad. And so there, there's some good things that you can do to also, uh, it's okay to allow yourself some laughing and joy in this time too. Yes, absolutely. Well said. Well, well said. It's, important to to hold on to the things and to control the things we can control. And it is about perspective. It really is. Sydney Weiss, thank you for sharing your story. Um, and it's interesting, like I want to tell you to get well soon, but I know you're, you're technically not feeling bad. It's just been a, yeah, yeah. it's just a positive. Um, you had just gotten a, a positive test result. Yeah, exactly. And that's, what's been so interesting is, um, you know, I'm so, grateful for all the well wishes that I have received and the encouragement, the prayers and 
um, even before I um, tested positive, you know, I, my support system is amazing and there's been prayers and encouragement along the way. Uh, but I think my, my main message is, you know, please, please don't panic and please don't, uh, for my case, at least I, I am, I am how I feel good. I mean, yes, I have tested positive and, um, you know, I'm going to continue to quarantine and isolate, but, um, I feel healthy. And so there's no reason to panic. There's no reason to worry. Uh, still always welcome and open to prayers. Of course, of course, would love that. The perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come. And the only place to find the perfect hire is on LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has over 675 million members worldwide. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. It's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. And that's why companies rated LinkedIn Jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires. Find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash team. Again, that's linkedin.com slash team to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, but I just, I don't want to add to the chaos and the fear that is surrounding this virus. If anything, I want um, to be a voice of um, positivity, positivity and steadiness. Uh, I think that this is, my case is, uh, yeah, it's real. I've been, I've tested positive for it. That's a fact, uh, but I'm good. I'll be okay, and I'm going to continue to do my part to make sure I don't give it to anybody else and uh, enjoy getting to know my room <laughs> since I'm usually um, not home like this. So it's good. Yeah, it is. The silver lining is a good thing to find. Sydney, as always, you are very impactful, and you, you do use your platform in positive ways to educate, to inform um, thank you for that. Thank you for sharing your story and um, just being courageous to, to stand for the truth as you always do. I appreciate you. Thank you, Stacy. I appreciate you. And also, hello, more importantly, today is Stacy Pate's birthday. So <laughs> oh, I think that I could not go an episode without acknowledging that fact. So everybody, shout out to oh. Stacy, my sis. Mm. She gets to celebrate herself today mm. and all year and so happy birthday Stace I hope you've had a wonderful day and unfortunately no actually it's a good thing we get to talk yes. and that's the main yes. thing and you get to be celebrated and so I've I hope that you have felt some love today mm. thank you sis well I definitely do and I appreciate you and thank you for saying that and speaking to you on my birthday made it a good birthday so yes if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on your favorite directories, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Sydney is at SweetBaby24 on Twitter and Instagram, and I am on those as well. You can find me at Stacy Pates. If you would like to advertise on our show, we'd love to have you. Go to Believe.com and be part of the Believe in Sparks family. Thank you for listening to this edition of Believe in Sparks on the Believe Podcast Network. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. 
Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.